Hey, Smita, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Lalita. How are you? I'm good. I had a very a quiet Christmas, peaceful even, which is, I think, what Christmas is meant to be. Wow. So not a, <laughs> not a retail-induced frenzy? No, not at all. I made a traditional Moroccan lamb stew uh, for yes. the Yuletide meal. Yeah. Santa's uh, favorite, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't put any venison in, which I did not. Mm. Um. Oh no, that's the reindeer meat. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. my son asked me what I was making for Christmas and I said a traditional Moroccan lamb stew. And he said, is there any pizza in the freezer? <laughs> good, good. That sounds like a ringing endorsement. <laughs> now, what did we do? Oh, we did the whole thing of like baking cookies, leaving them out for Santa and then, you know, Santa took some bites. So, so. you are... Pretending about okay, you're doing the no, whole. No, no, we we're doing what Coleridge talked about. You know, a willing suspension of disbelief. Ah. So, so we've we've actually had the talk about how Santa isn't real, and uh, we're still pretending that he's real. You know, so life skills. What? Wow, those are real life skills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so what are we doing here? Is this a regular episode? It's not a regular. This is the Christmas end of year bonus episode. Ooh. I know. Welcome I to bonuses. the We Heart Mom Jokes. There's yeah. also so much confusion about, so we don't know what year we're in. Apparently it's the end of 2021. And we're also at the start of season four. four. Yes. So some of our Shabba listeners did, did message us and say, uh, you called it season three when it's season four. So sorry for the... I think yeah. it's completely apt because 2021 was essentially 2020B. Yes. Uh, so yeah. it's, you know, yeah. everything is meaningless at this point. Yeah, yeah. Except this podcast, which well, is yeah. very, <laughs> very meaningful. Yeah. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts these days. I've become that person. And I have to say, Smita, nobody is as funny as we are. Absolutely. Without a doubt, you know. And no. also there's things like podcast awards, and I'm going to set my sights on those for the end of 2022. I wouldn't mind a little appreciation, a little recognition, because yes. God knows I don't get it at home. It's very thankless. You know what? At worst, I'll give you an award and you give me an award, and then that'll be an award ceremony as well. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You're so sweet. See, yeah. this is true friendship. True friendship. Awarding ourselves when no one else will award us. So, okay, so this episode, we're going to share some clips from some of our favorite previous episodes in no order. Because, you know, it's like we've talked about this before. Who's your favorite kid? Who's your favorite episode? Impossible to tell. Impossible. Also depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some lovely clips. And actually, the perfect one to start with would be this one from Jackie Turgeson's episode, where we talk about lying and telling the truth about Christmas. You know, not sure how many of you out there are maintaining the fabrication about Santa's existence. Or whether you are subscribing to Coleridge's theorem. Oh, yeah, the willing, uh, yeah, the willing suspension of... That Coleridge, he wrote, like, the poem, right, about a guy, like, carrying a dead seagull around. Okay, that is really not a good... This is, like, the greatest poem ever written in the English language, which, of course, is not, but that's how it's portrayed. Yeah, maybe. Um, And so I don't know that carrying a dead seagull. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. That's all rage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know what? That's true. It may not be the greatest poem in the English language, but they've, they've marketed it like that, right? Is that the one where rhyme is spelled with an I? I remember finding that very confusing. It's the mm. rhyme of the Asian mariner. I think rhyme... Yes, yes, yes. 
Yes. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah. Yeah. I know my Coleridge. Just uh, listeners at home, we didn't prep this. Okay. I just didn't prep this. We are just literary, you know, we are like super literary. Ask me anything about, you know, like the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And I've already told you everything. Yeah, ask me anything and I will Google it and read that Wikipedia immediately. I did so. the I did the Guardian pop quiz. Uh-huh. And I failed, and and I got three out of eleven. And and the little thing you get when you get your score said, "Do you even know what the internet is?" Oh, great! So we <laughs> failed to get external validation, even from a newspaper quiz. Yes. So, you know, we need external validation from some source. So right. Yeah, so some of you, if you could rate and review us at least, you know. <laughs> yeah, and what you are to us, uh, what a hotel clerk is to a parking ticket, validate us. Please, Please validate us, yes. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. So, so yeah, so this episode, what did you love most about? You know what I loved most about this episode is like, it's so true. Like, you constantly have to navigate, like, shall I lie about this? Shall I tell the truth about this? And then you kind of land in this like weird middle soup. And then you have to remember what you, that, the, the remembering, because I also feel like writing down a lie, I mean, that's worse than writing down, you know, your internet banking password, because then you really reify the lie. So wow. I've gotten so unstuck in my lies to my child and, and he catches me out. He still does. It's hilarious. It just makes me laugh. It's tough though, because like the Santa one is particularly tricky because like if you lie about it, people are like, oh, why would you lie to your kid? And then if you tell the truth about it, they're like, why would you ruin Christmas? It's really a... And you then have to tell your kid that there's all these other parents out there that lie to their kids. And so now you have to lie to the other kids in order to bolster the lying parents. Like there's no, it's a complete lose-lose. I mean, it's true. I tell you what, Santa gives you more life lessons than many other things, I think. So gifts, you know, I mean, like I got my kid a bunch of gifts and some he loved, which, you know, yay. And then there was a couple that he was like, no, I d- I'm never going to wear this. So can you send it back or change it? And I was like, thank you for being honest. I'd much rather he tell me like, I'm never going to wear this shirt. But um, if you get something from somebody else, you know, it's not your mom that you don't necessarily want. I think the right thing to do is say thank you and then shove it at the end, stuff it at the end of your wardrobe, back of your wardrobe. I'm going to say this again. And then stuff it at the back of your wardrobe because it's just rude when people give you a gift to make them change it. Even if they're super nice about it, I just yeah. like, just say thank you and never wear it or wear it the one time you're going to see them. So yeah. I feel, you know, like that's the white lie, right? It's like we trained you for that with the Santa lies. Like now you've got to recreate your own lies. Come on, <laughs> come on, get with the program. You think it's called a white lie because you have to lie about gifts around the white Christmas? So as you can see, me and Lolita are really big fans of uh, Christmas. <laughs> not grinchy at all. Not bitter or cynical at all. You know what? Our biggest service to this group here is that we did this episode after Christmas. We didn't ruin it for you. That's <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. Okay. So, okay. So here's the clip we had with Jackie. You can find her on our podcast listings. Her name, her full name is Jackie Turgeson. She's a Tacoma-based comedian, and we adore her. She's absolutely wonderful. Okay. Here's the clip.
Mm -hmm. uh, but 14 years in, I've decided to leverage Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> And so that's coming up this weekend. And so I've been doing a lot of, you know, if you're good, if you're a good boy, he's 14, you know, like how <laughs> anyway, he might get a SIM card out of it. That's that's the Ooh, that's the deal. Yeah. Wow. Know. That's worth being good for. Isn't it though? Yeah. Yeah. Then, wait, you're saying basically he might get a phone out of this. Now he already has a phone because he got my old phone, but he has no SIM card in it. It's never enough. Once he has the SIM card, he's going to want an iPhone 12. Like you can just feel that one coming, right? <laughs> so I was curious in this group, what is the status of Santa Claus? Okay, 14-year-old aside, is, is he alive and well? Do people know he's a fiction? Like wh what, is, what has been the approach to this fellow? Um, well, we told our kids right away that Santa is not real mm -hmm. because, you know, we're like, oh, we don't want to lie to them. That was like, our, this is when we had like, first kid like <laughs> just you know we have to do everything like super modern <laughs> or whatever um and now I'm like now every time they bring him up my my little three-year-old says something and my five-year-old's like Santa's not real you know that right and I'm like oh god I've created monsters uh, perfect There's no going back though but I was the same. I didn't want to lie to him, but you know, like 14 years in, I've lied about everything. I don't know why I thought that I was going to be able to keep that up. <laughs> You're like, this, this is the lie I will not, you know, why? The next clip we're going to listen to is Kim Evie's, I guess. The okay. one about photography, like how you should have photography lessons. Yeah, um, you should you should learn how to take. I mean, I feel at this point everybody should learn how to take pictures because all we do is just hold up our phone. Yeah, and I actually went to church on Friday night. I know this is going to come a little uh, left field. Um, I love uh, uh, midnight service. I, I love the songs. I love the story of the baby Jesus. It's just a thing. I've done it since I was a teenager. My dad was a committed atheist. He'd be like, where did we go wrong? I'm so glad my mother's not alive to see this. It was like that. And I still try and go. And it was a little bit ruined because I saw everything mediated through everybody else's telephone. Like people are just having their phones up the whole, like they're at a, at a pop concert. And it was like, really? But it's so like irresistible. Like when you see something beautiful to capture it on your phone, like it's, it's out of control. It right? is out of control. And, but I do feel that people now kind of, oh, I sound really curmudgeonly. Like you're mediating reality through recording all the time. Yeah, it's true. You know, my pet peeve is people who take pictures of fireworks shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 100% the pictures are low quality. You don't get to have good pictures and you don't get to live in the moment. Like, it's like, what do you want? You know, nothing, apparently. You don't get the noise, you don't get the smell, and it never looks good on a picture. Yeah, so you get nothing. Like, why are you taking... And what are you going to do with these photos? Are you going to be like, please look at these blurry photographs of fireworks in the distance? So, yeah, keeping with the theme, we're curmudgeons. We, uh, along with everything else, we also hate photography, apparently. Well, and, and I feel that your your analogy of it, it's not an analogy yet, but I'm going to turn it into one. Sure. You shouldn't take take pictures of fireworks because they, you know, like it's never going to come out and you're missing the moment applies to babies. Ooh. Like it doesn't sparkle on the picture the way it does in real life. Mm -hmm. You don't get the sounds. You don't get the smell. 
mm-hmm. and you've missed the moment. So some of the smells you don't want, though. <laughs> What's that? Some of the smells you really don't want, though. It's true. Okay. I, that's why That's why I think taking a couple of photos of your baby yeah. a day is okay. Yeah. But we don't need hundreds. Oh, dear. We don't need the photo dump. When did the photo dump become a thing? It's a thing. It exists on my phone. Please it's... never look at my phone. It's embarrassing. There's like thousands of pictures. I don't mind that because I'm not going to look at your phone, but people put them on Instagram and it says oh. photo dump. It's like announcement. This is not worth looking at, but I'm going to put it here anyway. Photo dump. Also the word dump, really not very romantic or okay. aesthetic, you know? It's not. It doesn't have that <laughs> aesthetic. You shouldn't say quoi. Like, oh, I really want to look at these. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let me look at this dump. Yeah. Baby photo dump. How committed are you to my newborn? Exactly. Here's a dump. Although I've had baby dump photo because like, you know, when they're very young and you're worried, like, is this poo a normal color? Is it what? I've taken photos of uh, diaper contents just to be, you know, to take to the pediatrician. That you were going to go there when we started talking about dump. I thought there's only, it's only a matter of time before. Pretty much. The- so there's baby photo dump and there's baby dump photo and both are legitimate. And is there a Shazam yet for baby poo? Oh, that is an amazing idea for an app. Isn't it though? Yes. Baby dump. <laughs> we thought of it here first. One billion dollar. Yes. Unicorn. Oh, I think we're looking for a hundred million. Oh, my goodness. A million doesn't do anything anymore. No, billion. We need billion with a B. Okay, okay that oh, might. But... Let's go on Shark Tank and, and pitch. Yeah, that sounds great. That just sounds ideal. Let's do it. So this clip, we love it. It's with comedian Kim Evie. And we talk about this challenge of chasing your kids down and taking pictures of them. It's, I don't know, impossible to resist. I mean, the good thing is, at least when they're little, they don't have an opinion about it. The most recent photo I have of my son is um, like six months ago and it was taken by my stepmom and like he wasn't going to tell Oma that she couldn't take a photo <sighs> but he it's not a picture I could show to anyone because he's glaring at the camera oh man yeah that's true so, yeah really let's do a let's do a you know reverse course here take as many pictures of your kids while you still can is what yeah I'm absolutely live your life and then take some pictures of fireworks as well <laughs> you know Take be that person in the wedding with the flash going off, like live your life. You know, who are you? To, don't let them judge you. So, this clip is uh, from our episode with Kim Evie. Enjoy. I feel like when you're ready to have a child, they should give you photography lessons. Given <laughs> how much photography we do, there should be a photography course if you want to be a parent, you know? <laughs> yes, they absolutely should. But And one of the tips should be when you take a million photos, pick the one and then immediately discard all the other ones. Yeah, but each photo is a precious angel. That's the thing. It's really hard to pl- press delete on your kid. Do it when you're really pissed with them. You know, when they're while they're in timeout. That is great advice. That's when you delete. Oh, business oh, idea. Business idea. Yes, yes. Phone, phone folder cleanup service. I will give you an objective point of view on which photo is cute and delete the rest for you. You don't have objectivity. That's brilliant. I yeah. feel like that is a viable business. 
Yeah, I have to say there are some kids, if their moms gave me their phone, they'd come back with an empty phone. And they'd be like, you were supposed to save the cutest. I'm like, sorry, that there were none. <laughs> this next clip is from comedian Lin Sun. And we talk about, we love this one because it's such a common experience. Unsolicited advice. Oh, Yes, from strangers and loved ones, you know, both are equally annoying. I was going to say, I just don't know that uh, that there's a difference, really, um, other than it's easier to avoid strangers. Yeah, no, the, the relatives one is you have like all this baggage and background with this person so you can extra judge them, you That's, know. I had a, an older friend, she was about to become a grandma, and she said, do you have any advice from me? And I said, assume that any advice that's not solicited will be considered a massive criticism and may damage your relationship with your children. Ooh. And she told me a couple of years later that it was by far the best advice solicited she'd ever received. Yeah, it really is. It's so difficult. And here's the, here's the real clincher for me, which is I didn't know anything and I did need, I do need a lot of advice. Oh, but it's just, I want it in the exact form at the exact time that I want and not any different format because then I just turn into a raging monster of rage. But I think it's, it's, we're talking about unsolicited. If you were to say to me, yeah, hey, you know, my kid, whatever, you yeah. know, what, what do you think? I can you see know. how both of those take a different turn. Wow. So anyway, this clip we have with Lin Sun who is an absolutely fantastic LA-based comedian. She's got Love a special her. coming out soon. This is from the episode of Lin Sun. Here we go. Woo! Everybody I know is like, oh God, I hate it when people give me unsolicited advice. But I don't mm -hmm. know anyone who's like, you know, whenever I'm in an airport and I see a child on top of a suitcase that's not properly strapped in, I just pop over there and say, that is not very safe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nobody admits to giving unsolicited advice. <laughs> What's the worst advice you ever had? You know what? Oh my God. When I was, a, I'm a single, okay. I was a first time mom, single mom. And um, we were at the grocery store with my friend. And he's a guy, he's a nurse and stuff. So he's very compassionate and everything. But I think he just didn't understand the full concept of being a single parent because I was like, oh, eggs, should I get eggs? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to have time to cook. He goes, you'll have time to cook. How do you know this? I'm a single parent, <laughs> literally. Like I don't have my mom. I don't have my in-law. I don't have money to hire a nanny. It's just me. Or always, there's always that um, if I'm expressing my emotions about something, parenting is hard, right? When, you're, when they're newborns, you're waking up every couple hours mm -hmm, mm -hmm. coming from the life you had of just sleeping whenever you want it. Oh, man. So, and, you know, and then this is what they say. Um, you're doing fine. You know, did, yeah. did, did you get that a lot? You're fine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. You're doing fine. But I don't feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> Yeah, I remember no. asking someone, why am I crying so much? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, bless her. Like she didn't, she didn't give me a reason. She was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so tricky. It's so fun watching people like finally have kids and struggle with it. And you're like, there, now is that so easy for you? I <laughs> yeah. didn't think so. I know. I know it's not a nice feeling to wish babies onto people, but I really <laughs> do. 
All right. So our next clip is from one of our favorites. Zarna Garg, who has this joke about um, COVID not being all bad because it grounded the planes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this clip is actually from way back in 2020. Right, so, she was one of our first first people that we had right. on. Yeah, she was oh my one of God. our first episodes, you know. And wow, Almost we two years ago. Yeah, and um, it's absolutely fantastic. First of all, Zarna is hilarious. We love her. She's an NYC based comedian, and it's true. Like travel has been so difficult and weird and fraught now, right? I mean, yeah. it was already, and they some the world, the universe somehow found a way to make it even worse. Isn't that amazing? I was reflecting. I actually remember the first time I went on an airplane and mm -hmm. and it was, I think it was still in those days, perhaps a little bit glamorous. I don't think it was just my childhood image of it. Oh, but... it was. It was glamorous. Right? Yeah. It was special and no doubt very, very expensive. By the time I was able to pay for my own flights, it had stopped being somewhat glamorous. And now it's just... And, but anyway, as you say, the universe was like, oh, you think air travel stressful? You do? Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> here's a pandemic. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, when the worst was that you got stuck in the middle and you had two people's elbows in your sides. I mean, that was the worst. But now we have to worry about those people not having their mask on. Yeah. And I even feel bad. Like, I remember when I was a terrible seatmate once. I was flying somewhere and I was just very sad about something. So I was crying the whole flight and not like silent tears down your eyes. I was sobbing, wiping my face. It was a mess. I just feel really stressed out for the person who sat next to me. I feel bad for that poor person. Have you even lived if you haven't spent an entire long distance flight crying? Crying. True. I've been there. True. Exactly. I've you been know what? That's like a bucket list. Cry for an entire long distance <laughs> flight. <laughs> Just, you know, take breaks to visit the bathroom and have a meal, you know, maybe an episode or two of some show you like, but then keep at it. You and know? then, and then, you know, for extra bonus points, yeah. have you ever spent an entire fight with your child crying? <gasps> oh, no. Because oh, that's no. also really fun. <laughs> oh, that's so tough. Oh, my goodness. Traveling with children, which we cover in this bit coming up. You know what? It's if you travel with your children, you should get an award. You know, like the like the podcasting awards, we're going to give out traveling with children awards. It's it will give you an award. Yeah, you know, and it's fr from my heart to yours because well done. Just well done, everybody. Zarna is hilarious. We love her. She's an NYC-based comedian. Here we go. Woo! I don't know. Like, you know, when I watch TV and stuff and people just randomly shake hands, I'm like, no, what? Stop. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> See that. Um, that I feel seems like a prehistoric move right now. Like, yeah. who did? It's like worse than the scene where the unwitting girl walks into the haunted house. You're like, stop. Don't shake his hand. What are you doing? I, I want to like go to places like Ikea and just walk around and touch things and Smitha that is pushing it to its absurd extreme there's absolutely no way Ikea can be on anybody's wish list that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually going to Ikea I just want the option to go to Ikea which... no that's fair I want to go dancing I want to be surrounded by sweaty bodies that just 
people that I find gross, people that want to dance with me when I don't want to dance with them. I want people to want to dance with me and for me to say, no, I don't want to do that. Just it, like Ikea, basically. Like, yeah, so be dancing in a club, not in my own living room. So bad. Okay. You, you guys are so exciting. I guess I'm the only one rooting for some things not to change. I'm so happy the planes are grounded. My mother-in-law can't come over. Oh my I'm God. like, keep it this way. <laughs> keep it this way for a while. <laughs> I used yeah. to love, oh. like I was on airplanes all the time. And, and now just thinking about it turns my stomach a little bit. It's just definitely, okay, well, we're rooting for the planes to stay grounded for a long time, Zarna, just to keep your family situation <laughs> nuclear. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. <laughs> You're like the only person in the world, maybe, who still wants uh, to not travel anywhere, I guess. Oh, but that that's just me. In any case, I have three kids. I never want to go anywhere. It's a freaking nightmare to take all the kids, all the remote learning. Oh my God, we did one trip early this year. All the computers, chargers, laptops, mouses. I was like, this is hell. Whose idea of fun is this? And so we're down to our last clip in this best of We Heart Mom Jokes episode. And this one is also, wait, you know what? I just realized we introduced almost everyone as a, one of our favorites because it's true. I mean, we only have our favorite people on the podcast. It's true. It's true. So this is absolutely one of our favorites, Natasha Which, Muse. If you're not on the podcast, doesn't mean you're not one of our favorites either. No, it doesn't no. work that way. But if you are on the podcast, you're definitely one of our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, circles and squares. No, no, no. It's like uh, squares and rectangles. Are you quoting Samuel Taylor Coleridge again? What's happening? <laughs> Didn't Samuel Taylor Coleridge talk about squares and rectangles? It's like seagulls and mariners, you know, yeah. just lots of water. Yeah, just, you know, something. And so, yeah, we absolutely adore this episode with Natasha Muse. Oh, she's so funny. And, uh, you know, to end on a very intellectual note, because in case the literature and travel and, you know, all of that stuff wasn't enough, we talk about the meta game that you play sometimes against your kids. Um, look, it's not a game, but if it is a game, I'd like to win. Like we've gone full circle though, because the meta game about basically outsmarting your kids in game strategy is kind of about the meta lying about Santa, but telling them that you're lying about Santa. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I, I like that. I don't like saying meta. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Maybe it's just a, a higher level game. Something. I don't know. I don't know what word to do. Now. Yeah. We got to find a new word. Right? Yeah. It's Can't be Uber. Probably <laughs> 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 the Uber game. Oh, Dan. Okay. Yeah. Games. So <laughs> fun and games. Right? Yeah, so in this episode, Natasha talks about sighing. <sighs> you know, really sort of weaponizing them, using them to good effect. And yeah, she knows some experts on the subject. And actually, I think we all do. We may have all been experts on it in our youth. Oh, God. Yeah, sometime around that age, I, that's when I'll be like, my friends and I, we all just started sighing like all the time. Like that was like the, like the, the weird, you know, verbal thing that went to all like, 
Like that was like, our way of like, <laughs> like these real harsh sighs that we would give each other and our parents. I don't, I don't know where it came from, but it must have been very annoying to anybody else. Yeah, I sometimes wonder if we should adopt strategies to like out annoy the kids when they annoy us. But I don't know if it's actually possible. Like, what would happen if we side back? Like, <gasps> yeah, you can't. You get. You can't. Uh, I feel like you can't play the game that they started and and try to beat them at it. You got to kind of like step back and play like the meta game that like incorporates their game, but you're playing. <laughs> You know, like a like a longer game, I guess. <laughs> I, I wonder. Know. I wonder if they know we're on a podcast, like strategizing, like <laughs> game theory. <laughs> I used to like joking, uh, saying that the, that being a parent is easy. You just need to be a perfect person. Um, <laughs> I mean, the teenage sigh. There's nothing like it. It's loud. It's loud. It's, it's true. Loud. And it's very effective. It's it a great mood ruiner. It is. The prime of the ancient mood ruiner. <laughs> Look at us. We're creating the best poems in the English language now. It's, you really? know, it's, this is, this is, the, this is this, I mean, the space between Christmas and New Year is so, can I call it meta? No, it's so liminal though. It's so Uber. It's so something. Yeah, no. It is such a strange space between Christmas and New Year. It's very odd. It's yeah. an Uber space for sure. It's a time for reflection. Oh, really? I don't know. No, it's a time for just like wandering around in a daze. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it reflection. I'm fine with that. Yes, but... I'm rebranding it as reflection. I like that better. Yeah. So those were all the clips we had. Um, you know, this time of year, it's just... Strange. Time is meaningless. Yes, that's uh, true. Thank so goodness. It's all good. You're all yeah. fine. We uh, did start season four, even though it was called season three. But you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, numbers are also meaningless. Don't okay. tell any mathematicians, though. We don't want to be judged. But right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but three, four, more or less the same. Anyway, like you yeah. know, if you think of a billion as baseline, yeah, then yeah. it's really just a rounding error. Wait, you're saying we're going to have a billion episodes? <laughs> We're in season rounding error. So yeah. after you've listened to this bonus episode, rate and review us. Yeah. And then also follow us um, you know, on your podcast app. We're on everything, right? There isn't a podcast world yet invented that we're not on. Yeah, no, our podcast has gotten around. So you could say. Global reach. Global reach. And uh, tell a friend. We're in how many countries now? Is it like 30? Oh, I can't remember the last count, but I do check it obsessively because, <laughs> you know. But we just don't, Analytics. we don't remember numbers. This is a callback to seasons. Yeah, yeah. Season we four. don't remember numbers, but we really like them. We love you know? them. We love them. We love them. But just what are they? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't remember them, but I do love them. Like recipes. Like recipes. It's true. I'm always like, what was that delicious thing I ate? Who knows? Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Or people. Oh, yeah, people. Yes, I'm meeting up later with my really good friend. Oh, God, what a name. Like that. Like it that. happens. It happens. It happens. <laughs> but that shouldn't stop you. It hasn't stopped us. We are unstoppable. Oh, we refuse to stop. It's one of the two. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So wishing everybody a wonderful 2022. Hang in there. Be strong. Be there. 
we'll be here for company. We'll be there, whether we'll be you there. like it or not. We're going to do so many podcast dumps. You know, if you want to find our episode dumps, they are online. Yeah. Yeah. You we dump know. online. That's how meta we are. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh.